Welcome to Security with Spirits, an Oak Barrel Security Podcast. I'm Jason. This is Ben. Jonathan. And Tony. We'll tell you what to drink while we tell you why we drink. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about pulling the, the human aspect into AI. While we're doing that, we're going to be drinking like we always do. I, I have been drinking Crown Apple, so make fun of me if you want, but Dave Grohl drinks it, so hey. take that. <laughs> ben, what you drinking? <laughs> well, I am sending off Oban with it using a little bit of water. It's, it's by far, of the ones that I have not had before, it's definitely the one that I will recommend to people. Uh, it's a very delightful scotch, and um, I think drinking it neat or on the rocks is probably the best way to do it. Uh, this is the first one where adding a little bit of water didn't actually make it more aromatic or anything, which was kind of strange to me, but it's still delicious. Uh, Jonathan, what are you drinking? Tonight, I've got a uh, nice little pour from Tennessee Hills called Lavender and Lemon. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's 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 as dangerous as it is sweet. So it's <laughs> nice just to sit there and sip on and you know, enjoy the night after a long, hard day. Tony, what do you have for us tonight? Her signature cocktail for this episode goes further into the uh, mojito variations, uh, pretty much off-roading at this point. Uh, we, we gave it the old pickle juice treatment. Uh, I'm calling it the oak barrel dill with it. Uh, and if you're <laughs> feeling really frisky, uh, you could combine this with last episode's recipe, and together you've got an oak barrel... When life hands you lemons, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> you can find those recipes more at oakbarrelsecurity.com. We're also on Instagram now. Search for Oak Barrel Security. If you don't find us, I've done something horribly wrong. And you could still leave us a voicemail at the Security with Spirits hotline at 234-201-0707. Very cool. Very cool. And... And we're getting fans out in public too. Like I've I've uh, met some people who are like, I recognize your your drunken. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you just keep going on and on about nothing and slurring your words and everything. Aren't you on the internet? Yep, yep, that's me. <laughs> Well, tonight we are talking about AI and how bringing the the human aspect into it can can help us kind of kind of tame it, uh, kind of get it, um, use it for for us. Um, there are some things that uh, humans can do that AI can't do. So, haha, take that. I'm kidding. Don't don't take that if you're listening, AI. So, I know one of the things that uh, the one of the things that we're we're pretty prevalent on the internet is, hey AI write me the source code and, and we're always giving it problems we're always giving it things to do that it can solve we're always giving it something that it can that it can write for or something that it can build around but the one thing that we we don't have is we don't have the the open-mindedness the creative thinking the 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 talent the brains behind coming up with an answer on its own creativity it's something that our organic brains do that we haven't 
been able to achieve with AI, at least as far as we know, that's publicly available. Have you guys seen the uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie? It's a big theme in that. <laughs> the idea that our strength is in our flaws and our individuality, our ability to create new ideas. Yeah, it was, it was actually one of the things that gave me the idea for this topic is because it's just popping up more and more in pop culture. This idea, it obviously, is because AI is weighing heavily on everyone's mind. Well, I think that if everything was solely created by computers and made by computers and there was this, this is how it's going to be. But now that you put creative juices behind the code and everything and there's there's new aspects, it, it changes things. So we, we kind of almost wrote ourselves into the system to where we have to have humans to kind of help out. Am I just drunk rambling or is that... Uh, no, I kind of like that. <laughs> like, nice to keep word. the machines running, we have to have the humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have we not reached the point where we've got code writing code at this point? Pretty much. We do have code writing code, but the machine still has to be built, right? It's the idea that that stuff doesn't last forever, right? We haven't defeated entropy. Mm-hmm. Eventually, every everything we built has the that possibility of failure at some point. We can maybe get to a point where we have robots that can fix some problems and things, but there are going to be stuff that comes up that it's outside their programming. And we see that theme in pop culture a lot, including like Blade Runner, I think did a good job of articulating the, the human emotional connection. And they kind of left it to the audience. Is that a huge flaw in these machines or is it, are they close mm, enough yeah. to what we like or? is it actually our own downfall that we have this we, we see that question asked a lot but ultimately the ability to make these things work is going to fall on human hands and it could be as simple as like custodial work <laughs> in a lot of ways well has anybody seen the the fake ad that's going around social media for i can't remember what it was it's like hug pizza or mini hug pizza or something like that it's the the completely ai generated ad for a pizza company <laughs> and it's it, it's like uh it, it's weird because all the video in it is all ai generated and it's the computer is is guessing that this is the humans eating and it's like there's there's scenes where like they're they're smashing pizza into their cheek and stuff like that. it it's really really weird and it's entertaining but it's entertaining because we knew a computer wrote it it was like that's something that a computer would write if it's something that if somebody on the internet made this you'd just be like what what is going on like uh, that's uh, it's it's us laughing at the at the computer <laughs> more than it yeah. is like it actually being entertaining Exactly. Yeah. So I think that 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 human, like the, as Michael Scott puts it, the a little bit of razzle dazzle. <laughs> it's missing from whenever AI generates stuff, and we write that stuff into all of our code. Like I know, if you go back and read any of my any of my scripts, any of my code, any anything, I may not put like Easter eggs in the code itself. If I don't, the comments surely have some colorful remarks. So those are things that a computer wouldn't really add. And if it does, it's or miss the mark. Yeah, yeah like, that is something, an interesting point. Like, like you can look at a script and say, oh, I know who wrote that. 
just yep. from its phrasing or certain things that are used in it where you might not get that with AI unless you fed an AI code that was only written by this person. Because <laughs> ultimately AI is referential right now. It does not, it just consumes and spits out, aggregates and spits out based on that data pile. Oh, I was going to say read a PowerShell script and there's no comments, whatever, and be like, yep, cranky ass Bill wrote this. <laughs> copied and pasted from the internet. <laughs> What's this Contoso server? What? <laughs> Are you concerned about your physical health? Get up and take a walk. Walk around the neighborhood. Listen to something entertaining, such as the Security with Spirits podcast. And then, you know, to bring it back to security, you know, there is a danger in that monoculture of, you know, AI is just regurgitating everything. It's a massive ball of humanity. Then humanity is just pulling from the same AI to generate its code, you know, we're kind of from a risk perspective putting all of our vulnerabilities in one basket there. Like social engineering utilizes purely human characteristics like body language, gestures, the way we intonate things. That's one thing that AI can't replace is that the human weakness, right? With asking the right questions and having the right alertness we, we really can't test that with with ai also you got to consider the in-person aspect like on one of our episodes you talked about using a clipboard walking in and pretending like you should be there that's not something we can get with ai but i mean how long how long does it take before we get there because before with phishing emails and stuff like that that would come out that was that was one of the things that we would tell people to like look for punctuation mistakes, look for poor grammar, look for stuff like that. And that's not a thing anymore. We don't we don't see that. We're hopefully leveling up our people to realize that mm-hmm. now you need to think conceptually about the email you received. Like don't be robotic in your response to the email, right? Yeah. be a human and think, think like seriously I don't have a package coming from the UPS what, what's going right. on <laughs> uh, next level stuff then we'll get there, get there. <laughs> we just gotta upgrade the humans <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. is HR really sending me a gift card for Chick-fil-A <laughs> <laughs> right yeah only available to cash out on Sunday yeah one of the things that that i heard recently that i i thought was pretty pretty clever was and you see this in humans too and i'm not going to name any names but whoever's listening to the podcast they know exactly who i'm talking about so whenever you go to your search engine and you say i'm trying to write a powershell that does this then you get a thousand answers of a thousand web pages of a thousand different ways to do it. But whenever you go to ChatGPT, any sort of AI source, and you say, write me a code that does this, it goes, yep, this is what you're looking for. And it gives you one answer and it's very, very firm and like, this is the answer that you're looking for. And that confidence that you, that we see in humans, even though it's wrong, <laughs> can sometimes really get us. Yeah, and you got to consider too, like if you have one of these people who are functioning like a robot, then 
they would take that answer and use it. And unfortunately, in the media, we've we've it is the all knowing, all seeing, all you know. It is the end all be all. So now people are putting so much stock in it that they're just like, hey, can you help me with my finances? And it's like, yes, you absolutely <laughs> should invest everything in GoPro. And yeah. <laughs> and send all your money to security with spirits. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's solid advice. You should do that. Sure. But with, I mean, just with anything, we, we got a challenge and think beyond what it's suggesting because I was talking to somebody today they were asking an AI engine different questions and they, one of the answers they got they're like this can't be right oh I think it was had to do about a car engine and that was it it was about a car engine so they started and then asked it again and it got the complete opposite answer because those data sets haven't been loaded you know that yeah. data's not made its way there yet I did some comparative searches using an AI and just a search engine. And more times than not, I got similar results. And what was very interesting is they were often the promoted results through advertising. Interesting. Hmm. So it's, it's like I was searching for something. It would, you know, give me the promote and you'd scroll down and see the, the other answers. And but the AI was hung up on those top responses, so it's like the AI was being tricked Ooh. by advertisement, <laughs> right? Oh, so. I was, oh, that's a really good point. When does capitalism weigh into this, and all of a sudden that <laughs> like starts messing with the answers? And oh, like yeah, like as it is now, get... we we all know we can scroll past the the ads, but <laughs> <laughs> how do I get my whites whiter? And <laughs> I need to, uh, I need to find the best toothpaste. Well, obviously based on what I'm being paid, this is what you should buy. Well, like even being a little generous and saying that it's still just feeding off of a public data set. If you have enough money to pump enough data into the public data set, you win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a, a easy way to control a lot of the flow of information is through this get people reliant on something that gives you one confident answer <laughs> you know it's a uh, it's kind of interesting if the other part touching on the creativity as well like we've seen this in the music industry and we, we see it on uh, tv shows and things like that the the formula you know of, of what people enjoy it's even in novels like books come out formulaic like this yeah and like we don't need people to write these formulaic stories anymore right because ai has all this information knows all the cues and can spit out a story or a script or a song that checks all the boxes so to speak and i think that's where, again, we got to level up our, our creativity and our, our how dynamic we are as people in order to stay afloat because you know, we, we can get a barrel of ideas. It's the new ones and the, 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 the ones with, the, with feeling you know, and soul that are going to be what we're going to have to start producing more of if we want to stay relevant. 
Yeah, and, and to take it back to the writer's strike. And it is no fault of the writers. I wish them all the best in this. They deserve yes. all the money they get. But if entertainment wasn't so formulaic right now, it wouldn't be such a risk for AI to take over it, right? True. Yeah. And I guess to take that back to IT, keep those skills that can't be scripted, that can't be automated, that can't be form- formalized. Wow, we gotta we gotta go back to uh, if you haven't already, go back and listen to our our previous episodes where we say that you have to put in some effort to get ahead in this career. Expand, but on it's your not the effort you think. Is it, it, it's, it's like it's inundated with questions like, "What course do I need to take? What certification oh, do I no. need? Yeah, what, how yeah. do I need to learn to to prompt AI?" Like that, no, it's not. You're not there yet, Adwan. No, you you have to know, like dabble in everything. Like, know a little bit of networking, know a little bit of server, know a little bit of PowerShell, know a little bit of all of these things. So you're just dangerous enough to kind of bring it all together. And then your your creative side can can take over whenever you're you're hit with these challenges. And that's that's how you're going to win. Yeah, because uh, the, the best skill you could have is the ability to learn how to learn. Because yeah. in IT, it's always going to be changing. You can learn AI prompting right now and be the best at it, and that is a worthless skill tomorrow. Yep. I read a discussion about kids, uh, kids these days, or whatever. We we have devices. We always have screens. We always have, we, we, we never, we're never bored, right? I had read a study about it, talked about how it's affecting us going forward and our ability to imagine things and the ability to be creative is the fact that we never have to stare out a window and entertain our minds. I think, Jason, you talked about uh, one of the ways you deal with burnout symptoms is unplug and yep. kind of take a walk or whatever. And like, I, w- I want to emphasize that that is a healthy way to stoke your creativity is to get to a point where you have to entertain your brain. You have to you have to sit and think. If you're in a waiting room or you're you know, taking a bus ride or, or something, don't pull out your device and start some music. Don't just like try it. Try just thinking, you know, sitting and staring out the window and thinking or trying to come up with something to pass the time. Get that brain flowing, get those creative ideas, get uh, work on the and flex those imagination muscles. It's it's kind of like a uh, what is it uh, like those deprivation tanks? Oh where, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I I've been doing this a lot recently. Is so I I go for walks pretty regularly. I take walks, and before I would throw in a podcast, my favorite podcast, Security with Spirits, and I would go for a walk. I've, I've stopped doing that. I still listen to Securities with Spirits all the time, any chance I get. But I will go for a walk with nothing. No electronics, no anything. No, it, The world can live without connecting with me for 15 minutes. It'll be fine. Just raw dog in life like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm walking around and you would not believe like how many thoughts and how many, like just letting your mind do its thing without listening to music, without anything, like nothing. Just, just let it, let it be what it is. And how many things you can solve on a 15 minute walk with nothing, no electronics, just you and nature. So this is supposed to be our, our optimistic episode where we're, you know, we're looking at the bright spot on humanity. Bring us down, Tony. I, well, no, no, no. This is, this is my question. Uh, I always think in terms of either like a Star Wars future or a Star Trek future, right? Star Wars, kind of grim, you know, lots of, you know, wars and such. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek, post-scarcity, you're just exploring, you got whatever you need. It's just like life for the sake of life. So... Which one do you think we're headed towards? Idiocracy. No. <laughs> That's not a fair answer because we're already there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been giving up, giving my plants Brondo. I don't know. That's, that's what they need. <laughs> I like to think that we'll, we'll get there we like people have been like there's plenty of times in our history where we could have annihilated ourselves completely and we haven't yet and it's but it doesn't mean that it wasn't without a lot of pain and there will be some pain but i I think ultimately this will level people up so to speak i yeah i'm i'm gonna go optimistic i'm gonna say that even though we have these advanced tools and and such i i think we're gonna I think we're going to do the right thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go more as much as I love star Wars. I'm going to go more star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, Technically star Wars was in the past. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah. I'm with Ben. I, I'm, I think we're going to go through some growing pains as humans tend to do when they come upon a a new powerful tool. We we, we get a little destructive with it, Uh, but I tend to, move towards a more symbiotic relationship i'm hoping we'll do that here and this will like just lift everyone up oh look at that brandon on a happy note look you know we're still dealing with the real world most of us are dealing in a world that isn't ai dominated so those basic skills are still important. You're still going to need yeah. to know how to use the old tech for a good long time. I'm still going to go with it's just another tool in the toolbox. Like AI is is it's getting a lot of hype right now, but that's just what the media does. They go crazy over something. Learn it, know it, don't be afraid of it, embrace it, figure it out, but still have that that lovely trust but verify like uh, mindset around it and yeah you'll be fine on that note I think we're going to uh, close this episode out I want to thank all of our listeners out there for uh, for taking the time to join us I hope your your drink was as tasty as ours uh, make sure to go to the website check out some of our, our recipes and stuff Tony's done a fine job with all of those Next one up let us know what you think about it sure to you know like subscribe all that kind of stuff i feel dirty saying that until next time uh i'm your host this is jason this is ben jonathan tony talk to you later
Bye. Bye. Awesome. Awesome to the max.